Hey, fellow Mathers, before we get into this episode, we want to share with you how you can get access to free content, professional learning that will keep your students engaged and doing the math that matters. Get ready to go to this link, mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. That's right. Registration is open for the free Math is Figure Outable challenge that's starting May 15th and runs to the 17th at 7 p.m. Central. We're going to have three nights jam-packed with learning and routines that you can take straight to your classroom. In these challenges, we have a great time. We do some math, talk about classroom experiences, give away super cool bonuses and prizes. You won't just walk away with routines that are naturally engaging and encourage your students to think mathematically. You'll also have a chance to win over 6 k worth in prizes, including a few virtual PD sessions for your school. I'll be joined by my wonderful co-host, Kim, and special guest, Jenna Labe. You can register at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge for a fantastic learning experience. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Now on to the show. Hey, fellow mathematicians. Welcome to the podcast where math is figureoutable. I'm Pam Harris. And I'm Kim Montague. And we're here because mathematizing is not about mimicking or rote memorizing, but it's about creating and using mental relationships. That math class can be less like it has been for so many of us, and more like mathematicians working together. We answer the question, if not algorithms, then what? To start off this episode, we're going to read a five-star review on Apple Five Podcasts. stars! Woo! <laughs> because it's a great introduction <laughs> to what we will talk about. The subject is, always thought I was dumb. And Creeksy writes, until Pam showed me what real math was, I was stuck thinking that I was just plain dumb. Thanks, Pam, for helping me see the truth. Oh, so important. Like, whoa, when we read that, we were both like, ah, oh, yeah. yes, yes. Because yeah. so the point, right? So thanks tons for the five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. We love reading your comments and ahas yeah. that you're having. This one was so great for our subject today. Y'all, we never want anyone to feel dumb because of mathematics. We're so glad that we were able to at least make a little bit of a difference in um, Creeksy's life. Uh, not thinking that you're dumb just because uh, fake math made you feel that way. So we've been talking for the last few episodes about why everyone doesn't teach math the way we recommend. Right. We've been discussing certain perspectives that we might have had as young learners of mathematics that potentially color the way we see the nature of mathematics itself and how to teach it. So we talked about the X perspective that you should be able to pick up on the real math in spite of being taught fake math and that everybody should be able to do that. We've talked about the Z perspective, that math is steps and stuff to memorize, and that a student's job is to mimic the teacher. And y'all, that's fake math. So we talked about those two perspectives. In today's episode, we're going to talk about potentially my favorite <laughs> perspective. And maybe it's more of my favorite people, I don't know, that have this perspective. <laughs> and we call it the Y perspective. So why do we call it the Y perspective? Because these are the students who cannot do it unless they understand the Y. Yeah. <laughs> so we did a little play there uh, when we decided to call these perspectives by variables, you know, might as well X, Y, and Z. But for, but for, for sure, we wanted to make sure that the Y got represented uh, this perspective of needing like this. It's like this psychological, it's like this soul need to understand why. So when I said they can't do it unless they understand why, to be clear, it's not about ability. 
It's really more about a frame of reference or a state of being that says they believe they can, if they can just understand why, they'll be able to hang on to it and then yes. do whatever it is correctly. Y'all, these guys can absolutely mathematize and they might be able to mimic too, just to be clear. In fact, many of them are, are fine, but they just don't want to. Right. Like, it's like somehow they know that it's mimicking. They're like, clear, I'm just like repeating what you told me to do. And they don't want to do that. They want to understand. They actually believe that math is figure outable and, uh, and, and they want to understand. They believe that if they can understand, they'll actually be able to do it. So they just sort of have this refusal to mimic. It's um, kind of curious. So Kim, we both have people with the Y perspective yeah. in our lives. Yep. Tell us about one in your life. Uh, so well, I'm close to you. Okay. So, <laughs> so my um, why in my life is probably my most important why, and that's my husband. And he yeah. um, is, oh my gosh, such a why. He had an um, experience with school math and did not love it. He just had to get through. He just was not about the school math because it was fake math, right? But he is an totally. amazing builder. And a woodworker for fun. That's just Y'all, like you side should hobby. See, you should see what he makes. He yeah, is a craftsman. Cool. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, work. he does really great stuff. And and he does that just for fun, which obviously has a lot of math. And um, and he does uh he's a firefighter and a paramedic, so he does a lot of medicine calculations. And and let's just pause right there. We thank him for his service. <laughs> We're really grateful for first responders and especially for for Bo. Yeah. Um, and so Pam, you and I actually kind of figured based on the fact that he's talked about, uh, not loving school math mm-hmm, and yeah. the fact that he does a lot of math just in his daily life, we figured we knew what he was. Right. And so we asked yeah. him to take the quiz that's available on Pam's website Dun-dun-dun. and he came back and he said that he was a Y and, and I asked him if the description of a Y fit him and it totally did. He but said bam, that like we right called on, it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we called it. We, we we were pretty darn clear that he can do an awful lot yeah. of real math and does do an awful lot of real math. But he has this perspective or had this perspective as a learner um, that we are calling this why perspective today. So let's describe this perspective a little bit more. Um, I saw it as a high school math teacher. So in my classes, I had some whys. This is what it looked like. Kids would be, um, I, I'd be explaining something. We'd be talking about it, and then um, everybody would dutifully pick up their pencil and start working, except a couple of students, and they'd be like, um, like I don't understand. And, and now, this is back in the days where I was pretty much a Z, so I was teaching rules and procedures with a lot of understanding, rules and procedures, <laughs> but they were still all about rules yeah, and procedures. Yeah. And so I'd already like discussed and described and, and helped them understand the rule, the procedure, all the steps, and when to do it. Um, like three times already. So this, you know, the kid would like, I, I still don't. And I'm like, listen, I, I've explained it three times. Yeah. Love you. Pick up your pencil. And the kid would be like, ah, but and I'm like, oh, seriously. Like, if you could see me right now, I'm like, my hands are clenched. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> like, like a little crazy making. I'm like, just pick up your pencil. Just like do the first step. But I don't, and I'm like, oh, just like, mm, because they just had this thing that they didn't want to just mimic. They didn't want right. to just do. They wanted to understand. They really felt like the, um, that they would have to give up part of their soul to just like do what I said, because they believed that they could actually understand and then they wouldn't um, mess it up. Uh, for example, one of them said to me one day, look, I could just do your thing. But then when we uh, come time for the test or tomorrow or whatever, I'm going to be like, I, I, I won't be able to repeat it because I don't mm. understand it. You got to help me understand it better. And then I'll own it. Well, at that point, I, it didn't even really make sense to me. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. All my <laughs> students I had, but I didn't know any better. Uh, yeah. So let me uh, keep going. You gave a, a really close why to you. Um, I'll give you my closest why in my life. So God gave me a three boys 
who came out of the womb mathematizing. They were exes. They were yeah. seeing relationships, connections up the wazoo. And, and in a huge way, I credit them with um, helping me get out of fake math because I was so enamored with the kind of real math that they were doing. And frankly, they were bored at school. But then God gave me my daughter. So my daughter, Abby, uh, is amazing. I'm so grateful. I love being a mama boys, but there was something about giving me that girl. Thank you, God. <laughs> um, and love, love, love her. But whoa, so different in so many ways. And in one way, the way she viewed um, sort of this mathematics experience. Now, she had a few reasons. Um, there was a teacher who she should have had in her <laughs> fourth and fifth grade. <laughs> Who never then, live it down. <laughs> you're never living that one down. <laughs> Kim could have been uh, Abby's teacher in um, third, fourth, and fifth grade, but she left the school to go open a new school with uh, the principal who we both loved and respected. And I totally understood kind of. <laughs> um, it was that moment where I'm like, don't leave my kid. And because um, she and a bunch of other teachers left, my daughter was sort of left with um, teachers who had never been uh, trained. At that point, I wasn't working with the district anymore. And unfortunately, the district wasn't keeping the training going. And so she had teachers who taught fake math. And uh, up to that point, she was doing brilliant. And I'll never forget the day that she came home in third grade and she'd recently been diagnosed with dyslexia, which doesn't really have anything to do with fake math. So don't don't um, get that confused. But she'd just recently been, uh, uh, sorry, ah, but she'd just recently been diagnosed with dyslexia. And so she was a little frustrated with the whole reading thing. And she was kind of, you know, like beating herself up a little bit. And she, But she was brilliant in math. And she came home one day and she said, Mom, Mom, I'm really frustrated because I have, I, you know, I've always struggled in reading a little bit, but I've always been great in math. But I don't think I'm good at math anymore. Oh, like there was a moment where I was like, well, wait, 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 hang on, everybody. I mean, we're going to fix this because she is brilliant in math. And I said, what did you guys do today? And sure enough, her teacher, bless her heart with all the meaning that means in the self, um, had just uh, reverted to the traditional algorithm for addition. And Abby literally said, I don't understand those little ones and stuff. And I said, what are you thinking about? Y'all, she was thinking about the magnitudes and she was using strategies. And I said, you just keep going. Um, because when she could understand what was happening, when she could use relationships and connections, she mathematizes with the best of them. But she just doesn't, like, uh, if she can't understand the rule, the procedure, the thing to mimic, then it, uh, she can't do it. It's just, right. it's, it's like a part of her psyche just decides, I should be able to understand that because it looks like all the rest of her understanding. And I can't. And so it's just, and then she just feels like she can't just perform steps if she doesn't understand them. It's so interesting, right? Because so many of the rest of us were just happy to perform <laughs> the steps. And right. she just feels like it's giving up a part of her soul to do that. So one day she came home, I'll never forget. She goes, mom, fractions. Oh, I totally just threw my pen across the room. That was <laughs> it. I'm getting excited here. <laughs> she came home and she's like, mom, frac division of fractions are figureable, right? Division is figureable of fractions. And yeah. I was like, yes, yes, it is. I mean, she was so like out, like, ah! and I was like, yes, it sure is. So then we talked about division of fractions and we made sense of what it means to divide fractions. One day, um, uh, I was at a presentation actually. So I'm doing a workshop with teachers. I got a text on my phone. <laughs> this is my daughter. So this is when she's in 10th grade algebra two and uh, ninth grade algebra two. And she says to me, 10th grade algebra two, 10th grade algebra two. And she, that doesn't matter. And she says to me, this is me right now. Wait, that rule doesn't make any sense. Teacher and other students. Well, that's just the way the rules are. That's how it works. Mm. Me. But that doesn't make sense. Why is it that way? They respond. That's just how it is. And then she puts that emoji with the little, the angry guy with the smoke coming out of his nose. Like, Arr! they expect us to mesmerize all these rules. There's the dyslexia coming out as the autocorrect fixes things. They expect us to mesmerize all these rules instead of understanding and reasoning through it. <laughs> Arr! Arr! And she puts the emoji again. I'm like cracking up. I'm like, whoa. So I respond back to her. 
goodness, what's the topic today? Y'all, if it was going to be a topic in Algebra 2 that you maybe are not sure how to teach without teaching rules and procedures, what would it be? And so she responds back to me, logs. Yeah, it's logarithms. I mean, yeah. those are, uh, logarithms are, are complicated. There's a lot going on. And if you don't understand exponent relationships, you're not going to understand logarithms. And so it was interesting. So she then sends me a picture of the board and the board has kind of the uh, subtraction division relationship with logarithms. And she said, why do you subtract? Divide. Makes no sense. Logs are stupid. <laughs> I will never forget that day. So I responded back to her. You make me smile. Let's talk all things logs when you get home or at the DPS while we wait in line, because literally she was getting her license that day. So y'all that day when we uh, got home, we talked about the exponent relationship she built the week before we built on that. That's when it's a log. She growled at me again. And she's like, what is wrong with all these high school math teachers that won't help me understand the why? And I have to just keep reminding her it's because they don't know why. But let's change that. Let's get to the point where we can explain or, or help students develop the why so that people like um, Kim's husband and my daughter don't have to go through life so frustrated that we're not letting him in on the secret of what's really going on. And we have a great time, right? With both of them doing real oh, math yeah. all the time. Oh, like, hey, hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> yeah. And, and in some ways, you got to agree with me here, Kim, they're more creative. Oh, for sure. Like they bring in things that you and I haven't even thought about. Yeah. It's like, wow, that creativity. Both yep. of them are artists and they yep. bring sort of that to bear. And, and not that all wise have to be artists, but those two are. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Really, they totally get cool. along well. So you talked about Abby for a bit and I talked about uh, Bo, but you also meet a lot of people traveling, right? Mm -hmm. and, and have you yeah. ever met any wise like in your travels? Oh, so here's fun, right? So uh, I sit down on the plane, the person sits down next to me, they say, so how you know, where are you going, blah, blah, blah. What do you do? And I just start cracking <laughs> up. So I'm like, so glad you asked because then we're going to talk math, right? Oh, like, let's do it. <laughs> So then it's interesting because I will often get this response um, where we'll say, you know, I, what do you do? I teach high school or I teach, um, I, I did teach high school. Now I teach math teachers and they're like, oh, math. And, and they'll, sometimes there'll be this response where they kind of scoot away from me a little Aww. bit. And they're like, ah, you know, I was never really good at school math. I had to do these tricks and the stuff yeah. kind of behind the scenes. And, and, and I, just, I didn't, I didn't get what was happening. And I will then say, give an example of what you are doing sort of behind the scenes the stuff that you think makes you less than. Yeah. And you guys, it is examples of real math. Like they're using relationships to do stuff. They're like, yeah, I just didn't really understand that lineup stuff and all those rules and, and couldn't, could keep the steps in mind. So they created real math in their yeah. own heads. I love the opportunity to be able to go, Oh, <laughs> guess that that stuff that made you feel less than. Yeah. That's actually real mathematics. Way to go. Yeah. Like it's so fun to watch him sit up taller a little bit. You know, like, like really that? Yes, absolutely. Now let's be clear. They have um, a lot of holes because they didn't necessarily were able to create relationships for everything. That's hard to do on your own for sure. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's not like they've created all the, all the great math, but they certainly were doing a whole lot of, uh, more math than uh, a ton of the Z pe uh, perspective people that I've met for sure. Um, as a side note, that's also true of the X's, by the way. The X's were the ones that were sort of creating those mental relationships on their own and then thought the rest of us were as well. They also have lots of holes. Why? Because, again, they were only kind of figuring out relationships when they sort of needed it or they could. They just kind of knew that was a thing. But they, they certainly did plenty of procedures and stuff when they kind of didn't have time or whatever. Um, and they did, they weren't able to make sense of it. You, you made it all the way to, through high school or to yeah. high school, Kim, before you kind of did that. Yep. But just to be clear, 
So there's also a little bit of a difference then between an X and a Y perspective, because somehow those X's knew that using um, those relationships, that that was part of real math. Like they were confident as they came up with relationships, the X's were like, well, yeah, that's like real mathematics, of course. But the Y's think they're doing it because they can't figure out the right way, the correct way. If you could see me, I'm like giving air quotes around the right, correct way mm-hmm. um, that they, they had to do this trick because they didn't understand the procedures. Newsflash, no one understands the procedures. Like even all of us were just like mimicking and we weren't understanding what was going on. Isn't that interesting that mm-hmm. the, the wise felt like, oh, well, everybody else must be understanding what these procedures are. I'm just like dumb because I don't understand. It. No, 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 no. The rest of us were just dutifully mimicking. We didn't have a clue what was happening. Right. Now, maybe teachers, maybe as adults, you figured out the relationships by the traditional algorithms. But let's be clear. It took you that long. Like, the, the, it, it, we could be doing things with kids so much early that they actually understand relationships and it's not about repeating steps and then we wouldn't be losing these wise they wouldn't be having that feel they wouldn't even be wise to begin with because they would be having that feeling that they're not invited into the club of real math yeah you know what i'm glad that you're talking about this because the idea that somebody could feel dumb at math because they didn't make sense of it based on the way that it was taught is really troubling the the review at the beginning the subject was always thought I was dumb. That's, mm-hmm. that's so unfortunate that we leave people feeling that way. Um, it's not true for all wise, right? But it is for mm-hmm. so many. My husband thought that he wasn't great at math either. But again, that was the fake math. He's so good at the math that he does every day. And frankly, even though you and I talk math every <laughs> <And> frankly, day, <laughs> um, I feel like he probably does more math every day than I do. I was thinking about the other day, the kinds of things that he does, right? He finds dosages based on patient weight on the fly. Yeah, on the fly. Know? Yeah. Um, he's he so he built this shop in our backyard that's like a 16 by 28 huge building from scratch, like all by himself. So amazing. I, with area and dimensions. It's really kind of crazy. Um, when he builds wooden pieces, he's talking about fractions and scaling ratios for size of wood. He does more than I possibly. Let's give a specific Ew. example. He does these gorgeous cutting boards. Yeah. Um, and somebody will say, Oh, I want it this size. And then he does that proportional reasoning to scale right. those sizes. Right. It's amazing. And, and he's, it's, they look so good. Yeah. yeah. It's very he cool. He doesn't ask me for help. <laughs> he's got it. <laughs> Well, he's got it down, right? Yeah, so yeah. It, it doesn't he doesn't need it there. Yeah. So it's not about being smart or dumb, right. whether you're an X, Y, or Z. For right. for the Y perspective, it's more about this feeling that you're being left out of the club yes. of understanding. It's this, please let me into the secret. If you'll just tell me and help me understand, I, I know I can do it. Right. So let me just give you one more personal example in both of our lives. Huh? So uh, we video a, a lot. We video in classrooms. We video some of the keynotes that I do and stuff. Um, and so one day I was doing a keynote about this very subject. It was one of the first times I've ever talked about it. I wanted to help a group of leaders in the state of Texas understand sometimes why um, we have a hard time uh, moving teachers. We have a hard time getting teachers to buy in uh, to real math. And so I wanted to kind of think about these three perspectives. And so I'm talking about it. And at break, uh, we're videoing. At break, our, our videographer, Rianne, came up to me mm. and she um, had a tear in her eye, tear <sighs> coming down her cheek. And she said to me, Pam, that's so me. Well, we've, we've already talked, we talked about all three of them, right? So I'm like, which one? And she goes, why? Why wouldn't you tell me why? <laughs> Broke my heart. I was just like, oh, sweetheart. It, we, I didn't know why. Yeah. Like, like she really felt we were kind of leaving her out on purpose. Like we were being mean. Oh, like, so all, all of you who relate to this why perspective, please know none of us are, we all go into teaching because we like people. We like kids. We believe in helping. Nobody's like trying to mess you over on purpose. We're not leaving you out on purpose, but 
everybody listening, please recognize that this is important, that this perspective exists and is alive well out in the world. And we have the power to do something about it. Yeah. So we've talked um, in detail about X and Y and Z, and you gave us some um, insight or how, how you encourage and work with X's and Z's. Why don't you share with us a little bit about what you're thinking about when you work with uh, the Y's in a group? Yeah, great. So when I'm working with people who've had this Y perspective, I want my goal is to help them understand a few things. So number one, the most important thing is that you are not less than. You are not stupid. You are not dumb. Those things that you were doing, most of them were great. And they were all about real math. Way to go. In fact, in many ways, you were actually doing far more real math than so many of those Mm -hmm. Zs who looked successful, but they were getting good grades for doing fake math. When in reality, you were doing a whole lot more real math than all those kids that were getting good grades from mimicking the teacher. So most important, please sit up a little taller and know that you are a valued member of our mathematics community. And then probably the second thing that I keep in mind that I really want to uh, help people with a why perspective understand is please keep demanding the why. Keep Mm. the rest of us on our toes so that we'll get better and better about designing and implementing and facilitating experiences that help all of us develop more mental relationships to mathematize more and more and more. So you're, you're helpful. Keep us on our toes. Make sure to demand, demand that why. Absolutely. So really for all students and learners, X, Y, and Z, real math is the way to go, right? We want everyone to have real math. You may have already taken the quick quiz for yourself or maybe not, but it might also be cool. Not yet. (laughs) But it really might be cool for you to ask your coworkers to take the quiz as well. Knowing the perspectives of the people around you can help facilitate better conversations, right? If you know the perspectives of the people that you're working with, hey, leaders, we would love to encourage you to have your teachers take the quiz as well. You can access that at www.mathisfigureoutable.com slash XYZ. Yep, that's that's mathisfigureoutable.com slash XYZ to take the really cool quiz yeah. that will help you uh, identify what your perspective was growing up and that can uh, help your you identify your colleague's perspective and so we can all communicate better. What we really hope to engender is more productive conversations across the world. If we can all acknowledge the way that we saw mathematics and mathematics teaching as students, then we can have more productive conversations now about what to do now to teach real mathematics. Remember also to join us on Math Strat Chat on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram on Wednesday evenings where we explore problems with the world. So if you're interested to learn more math and you want to help yourself and students develop as mathematicians, then don't miss the Math is Figure Outable podcast because math is figure outable. Thank you for listening and making math more figureoutable. To learn even more, make sure you register for our free challenge at mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. You are not going to want to miss the evenings of May 15th through 17th, starting at 7 p.m. Central. Math teaching, math teaching, go register now. That's mathisfigureoutable.com slash challenge. Join us to make math more and more figureoutable. And if you can't join live, register and we'll send you access to the recordings. We'll see you there.